Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to the ninth episode of the Laxflow Podcast with me, your host, O'Brien Daly. And on the docket today, we have a very special guest, the one and only Austin Blumbergs. Austin, great to have you here. Thanks for having me, OB. Yeah, so um, just so like I did this with my last interviewee, just give us a little bit of your uh, lacrosse history and background. Yeah, um, so I, I'm from small town of Penyan, as you know. Um, I uh, grew up at uh, age of four, got my first lacrosse stick. Uh, my uncle, uh, Todd, he was kind of like the person that kind of got me into it, uh, sparked the interest. Um, he's the one that gave me my first stick, but he, you know, he played um, at Penyan, went to college, numerous colleges, played just uh, some Division three ball, and then he was actually part of uh, Team Latvia in the uh, World mm. Games back in, I think it's 06, I think. And he's their leading scorer and everything. So, you know, I've always aspired to be like him. Uh, grew up, played lacrosse, always loved it. Uh, got into club lacrosse, playing gaffers as well. Um, through uh, through Corning, uh, met a bunch of people there. And, you know, I was fortunate enough for some of those guys to actually become my teammates here at St. Bonaventure. Yeah, so obviously we both have, share the opinion lacrosse experience, which is... I've stated many a times on this show, it's like you compare it to football in Texas, you know, people just eat, breathe, and live lacrosse like 24-7, and another thing I stated this last, just the episode with, I did the interview with Conan, I talked about how in Penny Ann there's a saying, you're born with a lacrosse stick in your hands, and I just think that range true to like every single person, like you may, you may not end up lacrosse completely by the end of like your time in like high school but like at one point you definitely probably had a stick or tried to play lacrosse like in one way or another exactly exactly and it's not even like the matter of like you know some people just realize that the sport might not be you know for them or they might just enjoy something else but you know i've got a lot of friends that you know were playing baseball or track or something but they still came to all of our games and um, you know still support um, you know, me here at St. Bonaventure still uh, go to the games back in Penyan, and it's uh, it's a big culture thing. It's uh, it's actually really crazy to think about. Right, and you talked about your um, having someone on like a world lacrosse team, like playing for Latvia. It's just I talked about just uh, a couple episodes ago. I talked about just how important growing the game is to like with like uh, the Olympics and everything, and like it being an Olympic sport, like now we're becoming one, and. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, now that uh, the Olympics is actually trying to adopt lacrosse into their realm of sports, um, you know, we've now been introduced to the whole sixes thing, which is, you know, six guys on the field, um, pretty much five on five, if you think about, like, basketball-wise. But yeah, um, it's really just a mix between both box lacrosse and field lacrosse. Yeah, and I've stated that on an episode, like like one of my earlier episodes, just how... Uh, similar it was to, like when I read the rules I was like wow this is just box lacrosse but outside and stuff and of course you have, uh, have a, four, a teammate a Bonaventure teammate on that uh, squad as well uh, Mr. Brett Dobson yeah I mean you know Brett's one of the best goalies that I've ever played against and you know playing against him every single day makes not just you know me a better player but the entire team um, he definitely deserves to be on that squad um, you know he, he talked to me about how fast paced the sixes is and um, how it's almost everything's more tight quarters and instead of being you know he's a box goalie too and he's got all the big pads that cover up the what the 4 by 4 goal yeah um, 
it's way different because now he's got to use his field skills there. And he said it's it's definitely fun, um, and it, it's just different. It's going to take a little time for people to get used to. Right, and obviously I've like well faster pace is always really some people say it's better for a sport because it just you know it's more exciting. It's mm-hmm. like nonstop, uh, and that's like some people and you know the Canadians have a, a habit for. It seems making certain sports faster, lacrosse, football, like just slightly faster paced all around. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see um, just what this might mean for like obviously the like na- like international. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was only three teams that played in the sixes. It was America, Canada, and the uh, the Haudenosaunee Confederacy because mm-hmm. I know they changed their yeah that that's what they officially they, had their name as yeah. And it's really interesting. I don't know if you knew, but um, when. The Olympics, like the Olympic Committee, actually like granted this uh, lacrosse as a sport. They weren't going to originally allow. Yeah, I, I, I did know this. Yeah, yeah, and I actually talked about it because, like, um, I also know because, like, during the World Games, I know uh, Ireland, the Ireland national team actually mm-hmm. uh, gave up like their spot to yep. like be like a part of it. So yeah. I thought that was kind of. I mean, hats off to Ireland. I, that's pretty cool. Like, it was like, hey, because, you know, obviously being half Irish, like, you know, yeah. I, I do follow the team a little bit. So, mm-hmm. that was really cool of them to do that, you know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of just giving back. I mean, you know, their they're people are the ones that brought us the game, and um, lacrosse is just, yep. it's, it's such a unique situation that, you know, people didn't understand at first. And now that, you know, we've kind of rose the awareness of the Haudenosaunee people, um, giving us the sport of lacrosse, like they're one hundred percent understanding, and now they can actually participate. Which yeah, and the, thanks uh, to that team. And the Ireland uh, national team is actually not half bad. Actually, we like I'd say we're one of the better. I definitely, I don't know. I'd say maybe top ten, honestly. Like in the international play, yeah. we did good the last uh, lacrosse games, like uh, in uh, uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. We did pretty good there. I mean, obviously, like there are some people. I mentioned this. Uh, if the lacrosse does go to Olympic play. There's a lot of people I know. I've talked to people I know who like, oh, what's the point? Because America is just going to run America, Canada, or if the Iroquois do get in, mm-hmm. um, they're good. They're just going to run away with it. And I mean, that's kind of a not a great excuse not to have it because by that logic, there's a lot of like we should never have basketball as an Olympic sport again because mm-hmm. like we always usually granted we granted there's sometimes we haven't run away with it, but like that's I don't think it's the greatest excuse to not play the game. Yeah, and I think the sixes is meant to actually kind of give these up-and-coming countries more of a chance, you know? Because you can beat people with athleticism, and if you figure out, you know, the whole sub-game, like, being that tight in, in quarters and everyone's got short six too, it's just, a like, it's a way different game. It's going to give people the opportunity to score way more. Um, mm. And with the field being so small, too. In box across, I mean, I felt has always uh, had a pretty big following no matter what. Like, it always, you see, like, you go to a box across game and it will always see consistent numbers, mm-hmm. like like ticket sales-wise view. Obviously, now uh, the NLL has uh, the ESPN deal, so, yep. they'll, so they, they'll show games, which is pretty cool. I talked about that, and that's just going to help, like, even more so, like, people see it now. Yeah, even get if, it out. Yeah, even if it is, I mean, ESPN, well, ESPN Plus kind of really changed, has changed a lot for, like, sports in general, because, mm-hmm. like, you got a sport, they can just, you know, air it on there. Yeah, right there. College swimming, yeah, done, boom, it's on there. So it doesn't really matter what, it's just, like, it, even if it's a little bit on the niche mm-hmm. side, it's still a sport someone's going to watch, and that's just a great thing for the game. Mm-hmm. And box across, I think, some people just find entertaining more, because obviously, 
people who tend to like hockey will like box lacrosse. They may not like f- regular field lacrosse, but they'll love box lacrosse because mm-hmm. it's obviously it's pr- very similar. Yep. Because it's fast paced, people fight and stuff. I'm not gonna lie, I do. Lo- I did lo- love going to Rochester Nighthawks games and see fights. That's, yeah. It's great. Obviously, some people don't like that because they don't think it should be part of the game, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it's part of box lacrosse. It just. And I dare say, um, I went to a Sabres game. I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but I went to a Sabres game uh, couple, just a couple weeks ago. Stadium was not very fo- filled, um, but I guarantee that the, the Bandits might sell more seats for a good chunk of games than the Sabres will. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty. And that's really saying something. Yeah. Like that. Like this. Granted, it's the Sabres. It's not like they're beating out the Toronto Maple Leafs or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's still pretty wild to think about that this one sport might beat out the actual pop like one of the most popular sports in the city so Mm -hmm. no i think i mean to go back to the whole box crossing i mean i have teammates um that are from canada that have you know their main sport is box across like they don't they don't play field in the cross back at home um my one friend um one of the freshmen i've talked to he said that he's hardly ever played field lacrosse he got recruited to come here still because he's got a good stick and a good shot and stuff. And, right. You know, he's still trying to figure it out. But, um, no, box across is definitely, like you said, very similar to hockey and can relate to more people. Right. Know? Obviously, we were more, like, growing up at Penny End, that's a field across, like, um, town. Mm-hmm. But, of course, during the summers, we did have box. Outdoor, which was all fun. Uh, which has always been fun, obviously. And... It's but that you know see like that's the that's the most experience we ever really got with the box. It's like just like a couple weeks during the summer, mm-hmm. you know you do base you play some games you have some fun and that was pretty much it. So and, and that wasn't even like you had positions. It was like oh get up and down a couple feel, times. Which I mean I mean lacrosse like I mean I've always thought uh, box lacrosse positions were kind of they they say well he technically plays defense. Was, oh. I mean it's box lacrosse. Yeah. It, I mean yeah he does play I get like he comes off for offense really but really it's still like you're still playing really both ways mm-hmm. and. You're mainly defense, but yeah, like well, because I remember during box, like Ho- our coach Hobart, um, our coach would never be like never sub off, sub off when it comes to defense. Always stay on, like which mm-hmm. should, you don't like in professional, like guys will come off still, like because they're, obviously they're quick enough to like come on and off, and mm-hmm. and you'll have guys like I know, like I remember uh, Brett Queener, he would play obviously when during field lacrosse he would do he would play goalie, but like during box he would play he would play short stick. He wouldn't do. Really goalie that much unless I believe they really needed him. So yeah, that just shows how much of a transfer. And there's a lot of guys that do that now. Um, like Blaze Reardon. Yeah, he does that. I um I believe uh, who the main goalie for the Chrome, Sean uh, um, Skinonian. Yeah, he's uh he is a I know I I, I just want, I always there's so many names I don't want to pronounce wrong, and <laughs> so like I let someone else do it. Uh yeah, I think he does short stick too. I believe. Really. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> don't quote me on that. I, he might honestly. Play goalie. I don't know if he even plays NLL, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't think he's in the NLL. Yeah. Well, I, I I would love to see him. I, I I he's like one of he's a guy I like. I've been I'm a bit of I I follow the Chrome a little bit more than other teams just because mm-hmm. the Penyan. Yeah, you know, we've had some. Honestly, I didn't even know like some of the Penyan guys were on that team before like it started. I, I eventually. I thought they were just kind of the coolest looking, and the chrome sounded cool. And then I eventually saw Mike Manley, Brett Crooner around that team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, look at that happy coincidence, you know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I believe Manley's still on the team. He's still on the team. Yep. Um, I don't know how much longer he's going to keep on. He's one of their key yeah, he's, defensemen. Like, he's still doing pretty well. Yeah. I. He's still kicking. I mean, you know, he just 
became a state trooper, so like he's got to be gonna, in good condition. I was gonna say, yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. So I wonder how he juggles that. Like that's got to be tough, doing you know, being professional and then being a state trooper at the same mm-hmm. time. Obviously, you got guys who like who can do it, like Rambo. You know, like he can probably he can he does NLL and this and just and he probably he definitely doesn't need to do anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that he probably has another little side job. Yeah, I mean, most. I mean, that's still that's always been the kind of the idea. Perfect. I mean, PLL is making it more and more so now that you don't really have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming more prevalent for guys. You know, just make actually solid money while playing, and obviously. Because even in the NLL, like I definitely think, like going back to the ESPN deal, that's going to help it even more. Because obviously, the more you view it, the more more people view it, the more they're going to watch it. And that was something I talked about, like I think way back in my first episode mm-hmm. about how the PLL everything went up, ratings, ticket sales, all that stuff went went up. So that's and as long as it just keeps going up, it, the game is just going to keep growing and be more popular. Yeah, and COVID didn't help, you know, with obviously, ticket yeah. sales, obviously. But I mean, and a lot of people thought hey, that would kill the league. <clears throat> a lot of people were going to think like, oh, because you know, basically, I don't want to say kill the XFL because I don't know what's going on with that. I think it's mm-hmm. still going on, but yeah. still, it's just like uh, I know there was the women's professional league, um, lacrosse league at the time, and that uh, that was on some shaky ground already, and then COVID just came along and just. Mm-hmm. That just swept, you know, it swept it out, and and it's and it's not fair. I'm not gonna lie. It's I hope like again they try it again because it was actually doing, I mean, somewhat well. You know, like t- like it was like you know steady viewership. Better, I think it was doing better than uh, college women's across viewership. Was. Really, I think a little bit. Um, obviously, you got to be like, I I think as long if the PLL helps it out a little bit, kind of like how the W uh, how the NBA helps the WNBA. I think it could do well yeah but it's it's gonna need a little help to bring it back 100% 100% and I like one thing with the PLL I stated before I think I wasn't sure about it first was when they had um they basically they weren't gonna have like actual cities uh teams belong to cities which I thought was like kind of weird like how like how, how are you gonna do that but the, I think it's one of the smartest things they could have done yeah I mean for being not so big yet I mean like it's big and it keeps growing and growing and growing. But I think that eventually once enough teams are made and enough guys are on the rosters and, you know, once teams can actually, you know, afford a stadium or, like, you know, afford their own facility, it, that's when you'll see it. I think I, – I don't – I think they honestly could always keep – I think they could always just keep it this way, like, mm-hmm. and do well. I actually would be fine with it. I think this way actually would help with the most. I think that's why they can pay guys so well. More so now is because they're not paying like stadium upkeep fees and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. renting out the stadium. Yeah, and they can get to more people, like obviously going to Long Island, going to Denver, going to near you know San Francisco, ever going all these places, right? And just and it just anyone can like any of these teams. You don't have like you're not tied down to like these cities or whatever. Obviously, like I've always I root like back when the MLL was still a thing. I still root. I always rooted for the Rattlers a bit because you know there was oh, Ro- yeah, it was Rochester. Um, then when they moved to Dallas, I was actually pretty sad by that, just because you know it was, you know this my like hometown team sorta. Mm-hmm. It like just you know what up and left. Uh, and again, I felt the same way when uh, the Nighthawks left again. Obviously, we have them back now, but it's not the same. Yeah, I, I truly miss that teal and purple. Yeah, they're like it's it's yeah it's like it's an like, army it's army green and yeah. black now which I mean it's fine the logo's okay like the R with the wing on it it's cool but like it's it's nothing compared to the old yeah they try to like modernize it yeah and they were it's just I don't know 
like I remember for the longest time I wanted to make a stick like like a Nighthawk themed stick like I wanted to purple I wanted like to do the whole shebang the like, purple dye purple like, dye shaft like I wanted to get like one of the wraps you could get uh huh yeah but now obviously now it just doesn't like I don't take a point to it now because I'd still do it like it's just but meh yeah I mean I would still do it too yeah um of course talking about uh, hometown we were just uh, laughing about like I do, do high school lacrosse. I do miss it a bit though. Like obviously playing, and I think anyone can really say that. You know, they, they miss playing. Like yeah, they, they they say I love playing with my college or pro team, but like high school lacrosse is just these are guys. You know, you grew up with them, so it's like yeah, those are your best the inside friends. jokes, all that stuff. Like the goofing around, it was just, you can't really ever really beat it. No, and like you know, I I think back to high school all the time and just think about like oh like. What happens if we would like? What happens if we did this instead? Like, yeah, and I, I think I know what you're talking about. This the state, yeah, and, yeah, and that's like one of those things. It's, I, I try, because I, you know, I know so many people like and seen people like where like they they their lives were defined by that moment, mm-hmm. and they just and they never like really let let yeah, it leave. Let it, I've, yeah. and I've tried to always left it leave. Um, obviously, I rode the bench that game. I rode the bench that whole season. So, as the many guys on that team, but it's still, that was up. That just sucked. And I remember getting, like, we got our, like, the second place medals or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I was the last one to go up, and I was just like, well, damn, this friggin' sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, So, he's just like, yeah, shakes my hand, he's like, yeah, tough opponent, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. part of it twice, so be, so. Yeah, well, and, you know, I don't, I Oh, I've always said uh, the team that uh, that played ahead of us, the Rams or whatever, like the Class C guys, like because I forget who, we were Class C that year, right? Uh, what your junior? The, the, no, the yeah, uh, your junior year, yeah, my sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. Yeah, we were C. We were C. I, the teams that were playing before us, like that that that, that state championship, I guarantee we could have beat either one of those. Like the. It oh. was um. It was Jamesville Dewitt. Yep. And, um. I, I don't think it was no. Which one's the Ram? Was that James Hill? Defe- That's James Hill. Okay, yeah, because yeah, we definitely. I know for a fact we could have beat them. We one hundred percent could have beat them. Mm-hmm. And that and that kind of that puts a pit in you too, because it's like any other team, any other you know, like mm-hmm. we could have done this, but mm-hmm. we had to play the freaking Long Island Cold Spring Harbor. And it didn't help that our you know our starting lineup yeah, was everyone food was yeah yeah that was just I I I always wondered if it was food poison. I like I remember so much stuff for that. Because I mean, like every everyone ate that same food. I felt. Well, they they had they changed it up. They got the spicy wings and everything. It's it's the it might have been the chicken. Who knows? I mean, like that's like Could you can't like you, obviously you can't dwell on the past like that. That's but like it is something. It oh it sticks with you. Yeah. And I remember one person on the team talked to me like because I'm a very superstitious person when it comes to sport. Like I had I had pregame rituals that I did during that game. I did like everything I usually do. Mm-hmm. Um. And I remember the night before, though, someone's like to me, and this person might be listening at one point and, like, know what they're talking about, and they're like, oh, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> uh, they were like, uh, uh, oh, my God, guys, we're going to get a state championship tomorrow. We're going to get rings. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Don't say it before. Like, don't like, jinx it. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why the hell would you say that? Like, he's like, oh, we're going to get rings. Don't. Like, I, yeah, I'm ex- hopefully I'm excited for it, too, but, like, like we can't. We can't. We you can't do. You can't, you can't think it. too far ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's and like one thing I will always say. I pl- I always played for the free hat when it came to the section five. That's what I always looked forward to. I was mm-hmm. like, I want my free hat. Um, 
And Still got all mine. Just I was gonna say up. I only I only ever I only ever played for two teams, mm-hmm. uh, two other teams. But I still got my my I actually think my mom has worn one of the one more. Uh, it's it's pretty beat up now too. One of them, but uh, from the sun and everything, yeah, yeah. Well, because like I wear a hat like every day now, but that was before I like I ever really. But I still wanted it just because like hey, it's you know yeah. Um, it's from the memories and stuff. Yeah, and of course the season after that state championship season, you know, it was kind of. Not not the be- it was not the best. You it was know. our down year. It was a bit of a it was is what most people would have probably called the rebuild year. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we still won section five. Obviously, but uh, we lost. I believe it was Akron, right? Um, yeah, in overtime in game after, and that's you know that's a team we usually would beat too. And so like that was a pretty big deal that they. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, good for them. And know. no, I, mean, I was gonna say, and that was um. Bad on us. Yeah, we just you know we just didn't play that great. We we could have played better, and you know. It it was a very mixed feeling to me because I was like, oh my god, I hate practice. I just, like, I didn't want it to be done, and I also wanted to be done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because the practice, like I was just like, god, it is, like we've been doing this for three, like I think like what about like three months yeah. at that point? So I was just like, even longer like, seeing that. Maybe, like, oh my god, I was like, oh dear lord. Um, but then like I like when they got like that sudden death goal, I like then like the feelings like like I was like, holy. You know, holy moly! This is my last. Uh, this yeah. is my last ever lacrosse game. You know, like for high school, or possibly really ever. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just it, it hits you like a truck. And but you know, you move on, you do better thing. Obviously, I'm still with the sport and everything, doing this and that. Mm-hmm. But I, you, you do, you you miss it though. You can't help but miss it a little bit. Yeah, I don't blame you. I miss, I miss high school lacrosse all the time. I remember, um, I especially like, and you know, you get so many speeches. It's like, oh, high school is gonna go by so fast. You know, don't miss it. I remember, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, the, what was his name? You, you, and he was goalie. Uh, the uh, Mace, Brandon Mace. Not Brandon Mace. Uh, the, wait, before Brandon Mace, uh, uh played Trakuka, buzz beat. Um, I think you know who I'm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, can't I remember. remember his name. Yeah, yeah, I know. I feel bad because he, who knows? Sorry, bud. Um, <laughs> he, uh, I remember he gave that speech. It's like, yeah, college lacrosse is great, but like, you know, you miss it, and you know, you you just listen to that. You kind of tune it out a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like I'm 13 years old. Why do I need to hear that? Next thing you know, you're 18. You're out of high school. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, your life's hitting you in the face pretty, pretty hard and pretty yeah. quick. Um, but that's life, and you just gotta just gotta roll with it. And, mm-hmm. Hopefully it just yeah you had to make the most of it and mm-hmm. I like I thought I did you know for the month for what you know I remember one time uh, one game because obviously we had a score limit the nineteen uh, we we couldn't score more than nineteen goals once we got to it and we and there was nineteen goals and I was let in and uh, everyone when I was going in some of the guys were like oh get a goal you know get a goal will be in and all that stuff and uh, immediately right before I go out Coach Hobart was just like. I was like, all right, we don't, or right, don't score, you don't just move the ball, <laughs> like all that stuff, and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like I want my. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I had the ball, I would. I know I probably would have had to do so many like wind sprints or something like that. But I was, I was scoring a goal. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Like what? Like what? I'm really just like wide open. I'm really just supposed to stand there. Come on, like mm-hmm. I that I get the whole pride in class, but because that was like our team motto. But that would have been. Mm-hmm. That's a tough <laughs> thing to swallow. Yep. And the the thing is, Obi, if you think back to our high school practices, you know, we went, we practiced for a long time. It'd be like 
over two hours, sometimes like three. Three, yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't. I've never, I've never had to do a college practice, so I can't really compare it to anything. Um, and obviously, like I, I like halfway through practice, because we would do like the basic drills, ground ball stuff, all that. Which, um, you know, I would work hard on, and mm-hmm. then, but then we'd get to like the part where we would practice plays, and then basically me and the rest of the like the bench players mm-hmm. uh, would just go to the sidelines and we'd kind of laugh, joke around, and just like like. Not and we knew we weren't essentially getting in, so like we didn't really care that much. Dude, Penny on lacrosse, like, doesn't just prepare you for like lacrosse later on. Like, it prepares you for like later on in life, though. Oh, it does. Yeah, you know, no, you know and, what I'm saying. Like, it teaches say you so was, many yeah. like life lessons, and you know, kind of turns you into a man before you know a lot mm-hmm. of people actually experience it themselves. Yeah, you know, you obviously like I think that's with any sport too. You know, like taking checks, you know, mm-hmm. get tough, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and Coach Hobart just you know he ripping did. on you, and Coach Queener too. Just Coach Queener too, funny. One of the funniest coaches and one of the best coaches I've ever had for any sport. Yeah, um, like what calling guys trees and stuff like that. One of the best things ever, and it. But it's just like yeah, you know, he had a point with a lot of stuff he said, and mm-hmm. so it's gonna. It's going to be a sad day when he stops coaching. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he deserves it yeah, for he, doing, he for doing what stay, he's done. Man won a state championship. He's reached that mountain, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, he's reached the peak, you mm-hmm. know, so. But, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, before we, I sign off, any uh, last comments or anything? No, just thanks for having me, Opie. Yeah. Uh, great, uh, great conversation we just had, you know, whether it was recorded or not. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was all good. Um And thank you all for tuning into this episode of the Lax Slow Podcast. And until next time, remember to keep your sticks high. See ya.